and listen to some real talk. Now sit back, relax, and listen to some real talk. You are now listening to Unspoken Words Podcast. Hey, yeah! Who sells she sells by the seashore? I'll just go pick one up for free. Unspoken Words. Episode 150, the stand up for yourself episode. Hey! That's it. Yeah! Hey! That's it. I was going to save all my breath for this one while I go off on the microphone. Hey! 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 I was holding my breath for nothing on that one. I know! Man. Sally. Sell seashells by the seashore. I'll just go get one for free because there's one right over there, dude. <laughs> blue bugs bleed blue bugs. <laughs> Bumblebee. Bumblebee. Bumblebee tuna. Bumblebee. <laughs> Bumblebee tuna. I wonder if there's. I wonder if it's made out of real Chicago. bumblebees. Chicago. Shawshank Redemption. That's it. You're out. You're out. You're out. <laughs> You're out of there. Chicago. 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 <laughs> all right. Over here to my right, all the way from Bobo, and I know, I know, I know he is your ace hole in one, JCB, your favorite Indian, say Shoda. Okay. Okay. Hey, little big man. <laughs> and over here to my left, all the way from L. Jesus, number 83 in the place to be. He ain't even trying to preach. Randy B, the pot gotti, back in the building, say Shoda. Shoda, it feels really good to do the robot on the way up. Uh-huh. He's the two-time champion <laughs> against COVID. <laughs> Overcame COVID twice. Two-time co-champion. Still undefeated against COVID. (laughs) Uh Appreciate all the prayers out there. Those of you that said a prayer. Yes, uh uh-huh. Uh-huh. And you know me, Mo Hugs, not drugs, all the way from up the road in Arrow Creek. Uh Uh-huh. 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 Thank you. Thank you. I know. I know. I know. I know. Shout out to the Potlatch Foundation to Laylup over there north of Seattle. Yes. Potlatch, what up? What up, Potlatch? To Laylup, what up? Yo, 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 we're going to be. We're going to be in you soon. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Seattle. Seattle. Going to be all up in that. We're going to be in you. <laughs> I'm gonna be in you soon. <laughs> All right, I moving thought that's right what along. we were doing. I thought that's what we were doing. Shit. This is a family show. Family show. Family show, gosh damn it. All right, well no, I'll, just I'll, I'll, I'll mute my mic then. <laughs> hey, NFL starts today. Are you guys excited or oh, what's man. going on? It's about time. Yeah. It's about that time. Turn into a degenerate gambler for about 16 weeks. It's a beautiful weeks. Sunday. So have you officially <laughs> traded teams? Are you a Raiders? I think I am. I think I am. I, I think it's official. I'll, we'll make it official right Is here. Is this a developing right story? This, no, we've been talking about this. Cause, okay. Because uh, he got a bunch of memorabilia from his dad. Yeah, from that's what Vegas. you were saying. Yeah, yeah, you were thinking about transitioning. Because were... the Colts are just 
Blah. You were in a transfer portal. I was in a transfer portal, Blah. and yeah, I finally signed with another team, okay. taking my talents to Vegas. You're cheering right. talents. Yeah. So, Ooh. and then, okay, and here's Be the thing. Be aggressive. Be aggressive. Be, Be delicious. <laughs> Be delicious. <laughs> Be obsessive. Oh. <laughs> okay, so, no, all right, so here it is right now. From here on out, no more trading teams. That's it. For okay. the season or forever? <laughs> forever. Okay. And here you have heard it. And ah. you heard it here first. That's it. Like, yeah. I don't, I didn't pick it. Like, I just kind of fell into it. But, hey, let's go with it. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Yeah, he's a, he's a glutton for misery. <laughs> That's what they say, but, you know. <laughs> you come from the coats that are, at least the Coats won the Super Bowl within the past 20 years. <laughs> Century. That's. Or that, it's been longer than that. Yeah, well, uh, 08. Oh, eight. Or was it 07? It was 07. 07. Okay. Hmm. But, um, hmm, hmm, hmm. but hey, well, here's the way I figure. Uh, I was a Red Sox fan for a long time before they ever won anything. Like, oh, yeah, they true. went like 86 years. Okay. Dang. And then they finally, man, that. Uh, 2004, thank you. Mm-hmm. But I still watch videos about that. I still go back and watch those highlights. Not the World Series, but the American League Championship when they came back from 3 nothing and beat the... <laughs> What's that movie that Jimmy founded? That Oh, Fever Pitch. Fever Pitch. Yeah, and they won that year, yeah, right? Yeah, they won that year. When well, the, while they were shooting that movie. Yeah. Was so, that 04? Yeah, Because it did come out about 06, right? That movie, 05, 06? I don't know when it came out. I know my sister, she had it, and she goes, oh, you got to watch this. Have you ever seen it before? And I never even heard of it. But, oh, really? Yeah, she she had it in her collection, so I watched it, and, man, I loved it. It's not the best movie in the world, but I yeah. love it. Yeah, it's cool. It's one of those ones, I like that part. That part made me laugh when he was like, um, he was telling her, he's like, I'm a Red Sox fan. And she was like, oh, okay. And, like, she didn't really think about yeah. it. And then they, like... They're talking about going to training camp. He's like, "Oh, do they talk to you and ask your opinion?" He's like, "No, we just sit there." Yeah, but he's like super obsessed. Yeah. <laughs> I, my favorite part was when he was giving out his, or he was sharing his seats, season tickets, and he made him dance for it. <laughs> I was like, "Okay, I see a little something from the doctor," and he's like, tapping his foot. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good stuff. What about you, how them uh, Broncos looking? Ah, uh, we're. Signed up for misery. I signed up for broken heart. <laughs> you got I'm no- going to cry. I got my tissues ready, you know? Okay. Oh, so that makes us rivals now, huh? Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm, not man. answering on Sundays. I'm not answering. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So come playoffs, you guys can help me root for the Eagles. Scott. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Scott. Holy cow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. It's on. It's on. We haven't even got to kick off the first kickoff, and it's already on. Here we go. Now, man, we're Super Bowl ball, man. Hurts. He's ready to go. He's going to be putting the hurts to everybody. (laughs) Jalen hurts everybody. Yeah. He's going to get my homie back. My homie back. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, we know. Rematch. Come come February, we got some bets going on. Yep. You guys got to get your this gift back. This time you guys will be karaoke Casting lots. Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> already got a song what episode was up. that? Do you remember? <clears throat> yeah, if you guys are listening to this and you want to hear a really great cover of a song, <laughs> of a Grease song, I'll... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when, uh, when uh, last you Super Bowl, I, I won a ooh, bet ooh, and these guys ooh. had to do the... 
The Grease. Yeah, what I don't want. The most beautiful song ever. Ooh. The most beautiful rendition ever. Just melted Rawr. hearts. Wow. <laughs> guys are just heartbreakers when you sing. Bakun. I know. Was it episode 122? Um, it was like right after the yeah, Super Bowl. Yeah, right after so. the Super Bowl. What's so the it was the anger, epi- or was it, uh, <coughs> oh, so it would have been the Joel. Mm. Or wait, so we had no. February 2nd, the there was second World Variety tradition, and then the week after we had Joel, and then the week after that we had anger. Oh, it's, it's got to be anger, because I know Joel wasn't here when you guys were singing. That yeah, was just us So the Super Bowl. I don't think so. Okay. When Joel was here, I was in... Somewhere else, remember? Oh really? yeah, yeah. I think uh, I, I think we're in. just gonna have to go back and listen to all 149 episodes because this is 150, <laughs> and obviously you're not singing 150. Uh, hey, uh, hey. Oh, hey. Oh, hey. Oh, hey. All right, you guys ready for some trivia? Okay. Yes, sir. All right, here we go. Are you 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 got it? You want the sound on it or no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, go ahead and. All right, you got it. Wait now. Okay. I, I got to turn my Bluetooth off. My Blue- boop. <laughs> Can't even talk. Bluetooth. My boop tooth. How come my boop tooth don't work? Good. Mine's off. Okay. Um, what does a camel... Sp- Wait. It didn't connect yet. You got to connect your thing. Oh, there's no sound. Oh, I thought you... Oh, oh I thought yeah. you meant you were going to push it. Oh. Push okay. it push real good. Hey, <laughs> what is it, show? Put your back into it. <laughs> Yes, in times like this, I like to quote our, the theologian of our day, Ice Cube. You can do it. Put your back into it. Wise. Dr. Cube. Dr. Cube. I like Dr. Ice. Something to, that is something to ruminate on over the night. Oh. Like to, mm-hmm. All right, hit me with your best shot. What does a camel store in its hump? Water. Water. Oh, my God. Fat. Yep, fat. Yeah, fat. That's where the fat is. Mm-hmm. It's got water in it, but it's fat. Dog, I wonder how the humps feel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so when you grab, <laughs> let me try to describe this for you. No, hey, I rode a camel before. <laughs> Did it have a hump? It had a hump. <laughs> That's where I sat. Was on the hump. Mm. But it, yeah, it, it, it wasn't like watery. So yes, but I should have known fat. Was it jiggly? No, huh? it was pretty hard. Pretty hard hump. <laughs> solid hard. hard or like? I wouldn't say solid. <laughs> it was more of along the lines of, say, firm. <laughs> firm fat. Firm fat. Okay. Did it give into the squeeze or? A little bit. It has a little bit. You got to have a little bit of play with the squeeze. Yeah. Otherwise, it's either too squishy or it's too. Mm. What do you call a three hump camel? Huh. A tricera hump. Pregnant. Oh, yeah. Camel joke. Camel joke. Yeah, there we go. Obviously, you guys don't watch Zootopia. (laughs) Pregnant. (laughs) Which two colors make up the flag of Denmark? Blue and yellow. Isn't it black, red, and yellow? Denmark? Remember Denmark. On, remember on freaking, it's like on Mighty Ducks. Remember when they're playing uh, the... Blue is one of them though, right? The USA. No, it's black. Black's one of them. I hate this game. Denmark, isn't that like a state? No, no Denmark, Denmark is, is a country. It's a country. 
You had a listener from Denmark one time. Haven't oh, yeah. you ever been to? That's why we're doing this question. Haven't you ever been to? <laughs> haven't you ever been to Amsterdam? <laughs> I was trying to think of some town. <laughs> Should I tell you? Yeah. Okay. Red and white. Red and white. Oh, man. Those what? The same as China. I know. What? Russia. No, China. Japan. Red and yellow. Isn't it? Japan. Oh, yeah, red and white. Land of the rising sun. Hmm. What was the name of the crime boss who was head of a feared Chicago outfit? Al Capone. Correct the mundo. Oh, that right answer is a little know. bit. The line, to be or not to be, comes from which Shakespeare play? Amulet. Amulet? I don't know the no, name of it. No, it's um, Hamlet. Hamlet. To be or not to be? Omelette. <laughs> that is the question whether to, sl- to suffer the slings and arrows of this life. I used to, I memorized that whole thing in eighth grade, but that's all I remember now. Huh. Why did you have to do that? Uh, for like a prize. Oh, really? Yeah, and there's only two of us out of a class of 16 that actually did it. Did it. Hmm. We had to go into the principal's office and recite it. That's cool. Did yeah. you get the prize? Yeah. Oh, easy, huh? Both you got get? the prize. I don't, I don't remember. I mm. Whatever it was, Congratulations. it was Oh, yeah. Thank you. Oh, oh. oh yeah. Uh, let's see. Proud of you, bro. Uh-huh. The alphabet song has... In the alphabet song, how many letters are between L and S? L and S? Mm-hmm. What the hell? I hate math questions. Twelve. Seven. Uh, uh. Six. Six. Mm-hmm. L M N O P Q R. But Elemento is all one. Elemento P. Elemento P. Elemento P. Elemento P. Elemento P. Let me mess with the melody. Elemento P. Elemento. 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 All about the Elemento. <laughs> what you know about the Elemento? <laughs> hey, guys, remind me of that guy on a couple's retreat. Remember that, that one dude that was there, that French dude? I don't remember. On couple's retreat when he's I've teaching those it. guys like yoga and stuff? Ah. He has that kind of accent? I don't remember. I, don't uh, know. I watched it, but I can't remember that. I just remember the shark part. I watched a lot of movies <clears throat> last week, guys. Uh, I, I bet, man. Which American road runs from Chicago to Los Angeles? Route 66. True that. True that. Which musician is the godmother of Elton John's son? Which musician is the godmother of Elton John's son? Aretha Franklin. No. um, Diana Ross. Uh, uh. That's a... Is it a white lady? Yes. Okay, so Lady Gaga. Yep. Ha! That's correct. She just ah. now came on the scene. How the heck is she the... Because she's a witch. Because she's real good They friends. knew each other previously. <laughs> In a previous life. What continent do Achaia berries grow on? Achaia? Mm-hmm. What continent? Australia. No. Uh, North America. Uh, South America. Yes, South America. 
I was trying to think like Mexico, but I couldn't figure out if it was. Couldn't <laughs> it was north or south? Yeah. Huh? Louis Armstrong was a master of which brass instrument? Jazz, saxophone, trumpet, trumpet. Oh, trumpet. Yep. Let me see here. He went to the moon. Remember? Yeah. Hmm. Nori is which type of sushi ingredient? So to all my sushi lovers out there, yeah, I love me some is sushi. It seaweed. Yep. Oh. What is, what is seaweed, Randy? Seaweed is a vegetable. It's in... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What was the question? <laughs> Hold on. We did some of these already. I recognize them. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Oh, we, did, we did these before. What is going on? What is considered a normal human heart rate? 86 BPM. Yeah, I was going to say like between 80 and 120 or something like that. 120? Holy cow, are you a rabbit? <laughs> oh, no, not Thumper. 120, but it's like 80 to like 100. And... Where do you got to keep Yeah, it's your... like a range. Yeah. Oh, you, so you have to say the range. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's like 80 to 100 or something like that. Mm, 80, close. To 80 to 85. No. No? No. 60 to 100. 60 to 100. Yeah. That's a pretty big range. I know. 80 is kind of where you want your... All right, here's a random fact. Let's see if JC knows this one. What is pi written out to five decimal places? Five, three point one, two, three, four, six. Uh, you want to try? <laughs> Three point one four one five nine. One five. Oh, why did I say six? Well, I was way off anyway. Uh, I was close. I got three point one four, didn't I? I think so. Pie. <laughs> I like rhubarb pie, and I like strawberry pie, and I like um, magpie, and I like um, pot pie. What does the Raven say in Edgar Allan Poe's The Raven? Nevermore. Shoda G. Shoda Lay. Okay. He says, Annette. Why you just taught Annette? Janet, bro. Jello Cheerios. Or did you say J small donuts? Yeah. J little donuts. <laughs> <laughs> totally jacked that up. All right. Does eggplant grow on a bush or a tree? <laughs> <laughs> I want to say a Yuck. bush. I really want to say a bush. No, it grows on a tree. Yeah. But can we get some eggplant on a bush? <laughs> If you want, man, that's all you. Bro, they should have that, like, in a restaurant. The eggplant bush? Can I have a little bit of eggplant on a bush? Let me get two eggplants, please. On a bush. <laughs> what do Tom Hanks, Michael Keaton, Ellen DeGeneres, and Owen Wilson all have in common? They're all single white males. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, high five. Yeah. That is correct. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh my god, that was great. <laughs> that was that was good. I like that, man. That's a keeper. I heard Ellen in there. And That's a like, keeper. Okay, there, there goes. There goes. There goes. There goes. Um, shoot. Other than that, they're they're famous. <laughs> they all want a Golden Globe. They've all voiced Pixar characters. Oh, on Toy Story. Oh, Toy Story, Cars, Finding Nemo. I like his answer better, though. Uh, I'm the winner. (laughs) (laughs) When was Oops, I Did It Again by Britney Spears released? 2008. 2000, correct. I know my Britney. What is the major difference between amphibians and reptiles? One is cold-blooded. No? One's a land animal. One, what did you say? Land animal. Okay, the ma- one difference between... Uh, major. Major. Difference. Yeah. Those all might be right, but it's not major. Oh, okay. Um, one can swim. <laughs> I think they all can swim. Amphibians oh, yeah, right. and what? Snakes can swim. Okay, like the uh, amphib- the turtles and stuff have the shell, like the reptiles, right? Um, yeah. One tastes good, and like the other one does not taste good. Pointy stuff. I'll tell you. Yeah, reptiles have hard shelled eggs, and amphibians do not. The eggs. The eggs. Oh, the eggs. The eggs are hard shelled. Uh, I've never had hard shelled eggs. Yeah, I've had I've had hard boiled eggs. How about soft boiled? All right, one more. How many legs does a crab have? Eight, six. Er. What? Mm-hmm. Like ten, isn't it? Four. Ten. Yeah, it's ten? ten. 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 It is. Yeah, like one. <clears throat> I don't think I've ever eaten crab. Like just in those little packaged ones in the store. Yeah, I mean, crab crab are good. I've never it. ordered them. I've had it, but I've never had it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> crab legs are good. You'd like them. I mean, do you like seafood at all? Yeah, yeah I love seafood. Well, then you'd them. love crab legs because they're, they're. Yeah, I've never did. I've never. They're like, um, they're kind of like lobster, just not as rich. Okay. You kind of eat them with a lot of uh, butter too. A lot of butter, a lot of salt. Yeah, I don't know. I just never like found like. Whenever I get seafood, I'm just like, like I, I don't know. I guess like I get what I like. We should do. So I get like food. salmon or shrimp. Just kind of go with what you know. Yeah, we should do I like know a I seafood love shrimp boil. And I love salmon, so I just like stick with that. I want to try crawfish. What kind of salmon do you like? The cooked kind. Yeah, no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, it don't matter, man. And Smoked then- or. Do you prepare it too? Like I've done it before. Like when I prepare it, I'll just like I'll cook it like a trout. You know, okay. I'll get the fillet. Yeah, and I'll put it in tin foil and I'll put butter and some seasoning, and lemons in there, and wrap it up and then throw it in the oven. Yeah, yeah. So you like salmon, huh? Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to this potlatch trip. They keep saying fish and salmon. I I'm know. Like, nah, I'm gonna grub out. I I really want. Yeah. I think, like, man, if we had, like, a seafood boil, like a crab food boil or whatever. Yeah, we should do that. Oh, for the third anniversary? Hell yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. i get some crawfish. Yeah. Like, you just throw your... Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I know exactly who to hire for that. Okay. I will do it. Yep. 
All right, so last one. Is ha- is jalapeno pepper a fruit or a vegetable? It's a fruit. Fruit. Nah, you guys got that one right. <laughs> Surprisingly. Because no, the seeds are on the inside. Is that what determines? I'm pretty sure that's what that is. That's mm. like a tomato, too. Hmm. So like a bell pepper, is that a fruit too? Because all the seeds are on the inside. Probably, yeah. Because a bell pepper is basically the same thing as a jalapeno, right? Yeah. And Just a pickle is a jalapeno, isn't it? Pickle is a cucumber. Oh, pickle is a dried cucumber. Pickle is a pickled cucumber. Yeah. Oh, yeah, a pickled cucumber. <laughs> <laughs> dried, <laughs> dried cucumber. <laughs> Some dried deer meat. <clears throat> That's a vegetable. Does this right. mean I can't be a vegan? <laughs> You guys feeling warmed up there? Yes, sir. Uh, All right, so let's get into it right now. And DJ, if you're ready, why don't you hit me with that beat? Yo, let's get into our topic. Yo, let's get into our topic. All right, all right, all right, all right. You're with Unspoken Words on episode 150, 150 weeks in a row. What you know about that, son? What you know about that, Elemena? Elemeno. What you know about that, Elemeno P? Elemeno P? That was all improv. Yeah, improv. So in episode 150, sticking with tradition, the first episode of the month, the ninth month, we're going to do the ninth well-briety tradition. And it reads, spirituality is defined by yourself. I'll kick, I'll kick this off and then I'll throw it out to the pot god and your favorite Indian. So to me, like, this one, I'll start off by I was walking to work the other day, this week, and as I was walking, about every, it was weird, like every 10 feet um, on the boulevard, that piece of grass between the um, sidewalk and the road, the street, on the boulevard, there was like a tall can. Yeah. Um, One was like a Mike's Hard, whatever, and I was walking along, and then there was like a, there's an HG, I was walking along. And then seen another tall can, like, empty. <clears throat> but, like, each time I seen it, man, it just reminded me, like, I could, I just pictured that person and that hopelessness, probably walking around at night, just, like, drunk, or trying to get drunk, but, like, really hungover, because they've been drinking for days, and they're just trying to, like, <clears throat> trying to cure, trying to cure it. Yeah. And they're just slamming these tall cans, but it's like it might get them buzzed for a couple minutes, but then they start feeling miserable again. Like <clears throat> it just reminded me of that state. And obviously, this person, you know, was out there in the middle of the night, like walking around, and I just felt that hopelessness of it, of that, of that state where you've partied so long and you've been chasing that. That high from like when you first started partying, first started drinking, that socializing, that fun. 
but then you end up in this place where you're just like hopeless and you've ruined everything. <clears throat> you've ruined every opportunity. Um, you're in despair, but you're still chasing it. Still chasing that, that drunk, that high, that, that feeling that you first got from drinking or using. And I just pictured this person in that state. <clears throat> and it just reminded me like of like that. And I was just like, man, I just felt it as, as I was walking. And I was just like, whoa, man, that's crazy. Like, that used to be me. That was me totally. Like in that desperation of hopelessness and <clears throat> especially at 2015, I try to party with people. But by that point, you know, all the people I used to drink with, they, you know, they already seen me at my worst and nobody wanted to be around me, you know. Nobody wanted to drink with me. Um, <clears throat> and so I was like resorted to like just drinking by myself. And like it reminded me of that too, like how, you know, I go to work, still go to work and probably still drunk and just sit at my cubicle and do minimal work and after work it was just drinking until I passed out and do that all day and then the weekends were just like in my apartment drinking. <clears throat> go outside of my apartment, I had a chair there, sitting there, they smoke a cigarette. Man, often more like every weekend I would pass out my chair outside of my apartment and my neighbors would wake me up or like I'd fall over and they'd be waking me up and they're like hey you better wake up or we're gonna call the ambulance and I'd be like oh shit and I barely get up stumble back inside my apartment get something to eat start drinking again and just operating in that and thinking that that was okay thinking that everything was cool thinking that <clears throat> thinking that Everything was peachy and that I was only doing this to myself and I wasn't hurting anybody. My kids were being taken care of and because they were with their moms and I was paying child support and I was like, I'm cool, man. I can do this. And I could just remind me, man, fresh, just seeing those tall cans and then it's just like, and just remembering that hopelessness, like losing all faith, mm. um, just losing everything, like. Even to the point where I was telling people that we we're here by mistake, that I was believing in the Big Bang Theory, and that all this was just a mistake, and that we're we don't really have a purpose here, um, and <clears throat> so as that summer concluded, and people were in my ear, and like I started, like all right, I got to change. Got to recovery, got to got to detox, and then they started shared they shared their experience, strength, and hope with me. The workers there, and then I was like, man, I want that, I want that so bad. Man, I can remember that vividly right now, just looking at that person. And then, <clears throat> as I got into the second, third day of detox, there's another worker that came in and just visited with me, just talked and. Told me like, yeah, man, I just keep myself my life real simple, you know. Come to work and take care of my bills and go home and have dinner and you know watch a couple of my shows and then go to bed. And I come back to work and I do it all over again. And I I go to meetings and all this and they're just describing their life and it like seemed really simple. But I was like, man, I want that. I want that. I don't want to have to worry about drinking. I don't want to have to worry about 
my next fix. I don't want to have to worry about sneaking around and drinking and I don't want to have to worry about all that, man. I want, it's just like, man, I want that. And so begin that journey. Um, That started, sparked a little bit of hope in me. Going to meetings, hearing everybody's spirit, strength, and hope, being part of different groups. Um, And then, like, that peace, hearing that peace in in the rooms of a God of your own understanding. And then reading up on Walbriety and reading this tradition that spirituality is defined by yourself. Like, oh, okay. That's like walk. That's part of walking the red road. Is like I gotta develop that relationship with God. Like I gotta, I gotta be, you know, I gotta be diligent about it, and on guard, you know, through prayer, um, <clears throat> through my readings, through fellowship. Um, but that was so refreshing because, like, for so long, and especially like growing up years, twenties. You know, I had this definition of God crammed down my throat. And that if I didn't believe in that, I was going to hell. And I was just like tired of that. Just tired of like someone trying to tell me what to believe. And so coming to the rooms and hearing that God of your own understanding is like, oh, okay, cool. But for, cause, because for me, that made it personable. Like, okay, I can, this is how I understand God, and this is how I can talk to God. I can just talk. I can just journal. I can just write God a letter. I can just go for a walk and talk to God. <clears throat> and it's like, I can just establish that relationship that way. That was so refreshing to me. I was just like, okay, cool, man. Okay, all right. I, and that <clears throat> sparked that, my faith, and it started growing, started growing. And I just started doing that, going to meetings every day, being connected, hearing other people's experience, experience, strength, and hope. And I was just like, it just grew and grew and grew, you know. But it took from that hopelessness, where it was probably only like 1% uh, belief in a God. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Because, I, I mean, I say that I lost all faith, but there was still a little bit there because I still did those foxhole prayers. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then from there, uh, September 9th, 2015, it was about two and a half years later where my faith was, like, fully restored. But I had to work at it. I had to stay in communion with others that were like-minded that were walking the red road, that were in recovery, and just hearing them, how God was working in their lives, and then recognizing how God was opening doors and um, <clears throat> how God was working in my life. And today, you know, when people give me their praise reports about how God's working in their lives, man, all I can say is that Agbada Dia is faithful because Agbada Dia is and I know it like a hundred percent in my life that I wouldn't be where I'm at if it wasn't for about it yeah, opening these doors, you know. And like, <clears throat> I don't think unspoken words would be where it's at if we didn't trust and about it, yeah, and mm-hmm. pray 
about the podcast and asked for direction. You know, about a year and a half ago, I said, man, let's start praying about a podcast. I said, all, all three of us, you know, let's pray for that, where we're supposed to go, what we're supposed to be doing. Anyway, I'll, I'll pause there and I'll turn the mic over to you guys. Whatever, man, however, whatever direction you guys want to go with it <clears throat> from the tradition, well, Brady tradition. <clears throat> yeah, so um, spirituality is defined by yourself. Um, that that to me is like it's uh, it's like one of the greatest things. Because, and and I'll kind of go off your little template there and just, like, how did I get to this point? Like, you know, like, when I, I remember that hopelessness. I remember that, you know, not wanting to live but being too scared to die. Um, just that misery and that ugliness. And, of course, you know, that spread outwards. Like, I didn't keep that to myself. And I affected the people <coughs> around me. And so... <clears throat> and I, you know, at the time, you know, I, looking back, I, I don't really think I ever thought about if I had faith or not. I just didn't think about it. And if I did talk to God, it was all that self-pity and all that, you know, you, why is this happening? What are you, blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? And uh, so fast forward, getting locked up. And you guys heard this story, so I won't really go too deep into it. But I remember, you know, there was a point where that's all I had, like, was just me and my thoughts. And some, you know, like I told you guys before, something just came over me and I broke. And there was a couple days there where that's all I could do was just cry, just sobbing, weeping. And um, that's what that that's when that. I don't want to say it was a voice because it was like my voice. Like I heard my voice in my head saying things that I wouldn't normally say. But saying, you know, okay, you can you you can stop now. You can stop crying now because you're going to be okay. Basically something along those lines. And then that's when I really started actively like, okay, what is this? So what is it that I'm that I'm searching for? What is it that I need? And one of the first things that I really latched on to was our traditional culture. Because there's opportunities to practice that, although there's not many in that environment. There's a lot of Christian and other, like, um, what's the other one? The Muslim, is that what it is? Yeah. There's a lot of that. And they're really supported behind those walls. <coughs> but it seems like native spirituality, we really had to fight for it a lot. Like, we could go to sweats, but they would cancel them for any little reason, but they never canceled church. And so, I mean, I guess that's a whole different diatribe right there. But anyway, so, yeah, that's one of the first things that I latched onto, And then I started, you know, uh, reading stuff, um, psychology books. And, and like I told you guys before, that would just lead to another door opening and then that... Uh, uh, psychology and neuroscience and and um, shoot physics, biology, and then it goes back to spirituality and these different um, ideas from different religions. <clears throat> but what I started to kind of figure out for myself was that they're all they're all saying basically the same thing. They're just using different language, 
And so I think that kind of relates to this here because, like, they're all defining their spirituality for themselves. And I know that it, you, you, I, I, I would always say don't confuse religion with spirituality because they're not the same thing. Like, to me, uh, religion is for the people and spirituality is for the person. That's how I think of it. But in that journey of self-discovery, that's kind of one of the things I figured out was like everything was connected. Everything had these same ideas. They just used different language for it. And so moving forward, like I started to actively pursue that relationship with my higher power, with the creator. And in that, like, I'm still learning to this day, like, I'm still, you know, figuring it out because there, um, the last couple of weeks, you know, I've been in a bit of a funk just because of, you know, events and, and things that happen, like things are going to happen. Like that's just life. That's the way it goes. Mm-hmm. But, um, like I, you know, I know that there's that, there's that beauty in the pain, right? And there's joy in that hurt because then that means you're growing. You're growing and it's like learning and growing are not easy things to do, especially in life. It's just not. And that's the way it is. But at the same time, it's worth it. And I didn't really realize that until recently. I mean, I knew I I did on some level. I knew what was going on. Like I knew that there was beauty in that, but I was resisting it. Right. Like I wanted to, I wanted to, I think I wanted to feel bad. I wanted to feel sad. I wanted to feel confused and anxious. I wanted to go through that for some whatever reason. Maybe I'm not even putting it right, but I wanted to be in that state for whatever reason. And then all these things, like like I said this before too, is like all I asked when, when, in one of my earliest prayers was just give me everything that I need when I need it. And there's, there's these things that are just, coming coming into my life that I don't understand like okay what is this why why this why now what am I supposed to do with this and I kind of figured out there's a couple of things is number one is like just accept it as it is you know accept it for what it is because you know God has has complete control and wouldn't do anything to hurt me or put me through anything that I couldn't handle and only allow things that that will help me to grow closer to God. And that's what I realized was like, okay, and I heard something too, like the other day, something along the lines, and I'm probably going to butcher it, but, you know, you don't love God because of the things that he does for you. You love God because you have the opportunity to have a relationship with him. Right, that, that direct, and that's the point. Like, if you can have a direct relationship with your higher power and whatever that looks like for you, then you're on the right track. But when I start getting these ideas of, like, okay, so I prayed for, say, money, and I didn't get money, like, that's kind of conditional on my part, whereas God's love is unconditional. And then the other thing, too, that I always, I knew on some level, but really kind of hit different, too, was grace, like God's 
grace. You know, like you're just giving that to me and I didn't do anything and I don't have to do anything? Like, what is that? Like, how, who, you know? And it just, that, that one just kind of hit me. And I thought, wow. So I think it's important that, you know, when we read this, we understand that, you know, my idea or my relationship with my creator is not going to be the same as yours because it's a personal thing. Right? I mean, we do, we have same beliefs and we do some of the same practices, you know, and things like that. And that's, that's good. But when it really comes down to it, like, I can't tell you, hey, Randy, you know, you're not praying right or your relationship God isn't, with your God isn't right. Because how do I know? Right? Like, I'm not you and I'm not God. So that's not for me to say, I, uh, you know, try to pass judgment on you. And I think that's what a lot of people do. Like, I think that's a big problem in this world is, like, you got all these people saying, no, you're not doing it right. We're right. You're doing it this way. And... That's not right, so you know it, that and that whole idea is dumb to me, if you ask me, uh, because I don't think that's how it works, and again, this is just my own opinion, but I think it's this this tradition is really uh, an important one to figure out because like when a lot of us when we're coming in, we do have that hopelessness and that lack of faith, you, you know, mm-hmm. and when those beliefs and it's like, okay, I've been through so much fucking shit. Why would I believe in something good? Mm. And so how do we do that? Okay, we we can come to terms with it in our own way. And, you know, listening to you guys and listening to other people in the rooms and all, you know, the people that um, have traveled this road before me, like I can pick some stuff up from there and I can take that. And then when I actually just sit there and commune with my higher power, and then that's when that connection, that's where that connection is. Because you can't do it for me, I can't do it for you. We can all do it for ourselves. And having the ability to, to define that for ourselves is important to remember. I mean, it's just like a huge, it's almost like a burden is lifted. lifted. Because then, then I'm not thinking like, oh, am I doing this right? Am I, am, I, am, I, am I right with this? And, you know, I mean, I can keep going, but I'll stop here and let Randy jump in because... Oh, I won't shut Talking up. Talking all night. Oh, I won't shut up. Yeah, you know me, dude. I was... I'm a long-winded preacher. <laughs> I'm a rambling man. <laughs> no, I, I think it, it's cool. Um, you know, spirituality is defined by yourself, but I think in order for us to understand spirituality, we got to break down the word, right? Mm-hmm. And spiritual is the adjective form of spirit. So that tells us that being spiritual must be related to the spirit. We're made in three parts, mm. spirit, soul, and body. The body deals with the physical, physiological part of us, right? The outside shell, the material stuff, the, the, you know, the things that we like, the whatever, like that's, that's our body, right? Our soul is our mind, our will, and our emotions, those things that we want. So when people say, like, follow your heart, yes, you got to follow your heart, but you also have to be cautious in following your heart Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. it also tells us that the heart is deceitful above all things. Um, Mm -hmm. But the third part of us is the spiritual part. 
who we were really created to be. Mm. We're spiritual beings having a human existence, mm-hmm. having a human experience. Yep. We're not physical beings having a spiritual experience, you know? Mm-hmm. We're spiritual first, like we're, we're spirit first. God is a spirit. Those who love him, worship him in spirit and in truth. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way that I, I say that is like water, right? Like you look at like a hot tub or uh, a tub full of water. You turn on the hot water and then you have some ice cubes, right? Mm-hmm. And then what rises there? Like you drop the ice cubes into the water. Usually that steam rises. Mm. And that's the way that I break down the three parts of who we are. The physical aspect. The soulish aspect. But more importantly, the steam is the spiritual aspect of us. Mm. Right? Like that's who we're called to be. That The spiritual part of us is the person who we hear the first thing in the morning. The one that thinks those good things. God, thank you. The one that's gracious, right, for seeing another day. Mm. That's that. That's who we're really called to be. That person that tells you to do the right thing. That person that tells you, hey, maybe you shouldn't do that. That's mm. the spiritual part. Mm. And a lot of us, like a lot of times we cannot discern the voice of God because we're not in tune with him. And God, I think, like, for the first part, like, for me, like, understanding was, like, man, he's not a genie. Mm-hmm. Because I remember when my brother Shannon was, got hurt. Remember when he passed? Like, I remember being in a point where it was, like, man, like, God, where, like, Mom, where the F is your God at now? Mm-hmm. Because all this time, like, I heard of this God, and, and I would see, like, things. Like, I, never, I wasn't raised in church. But, man, I hated the very idea of a God. Mm. But a year after my brother had passed, I was in Anaheim, California. I'm at a Burger King, and I hear this song, and it's like it pierces the hardness of my heart. Mm. But it's basically telling me to hold on. And it was as if the words of that song were speaking directly to me. Mm. To which I responded, God, if you're real, then come into my life. Let's do this. Yeah. And from that point on, my life has never been the same. There's been this constant pursuit. When I was in, pro, uh, in jail on a probation violation, there was this constant pursuit. The ministry that God given me didn't start out here in the churches. It didn't start because my dad was a pastor. It didn't start because my grandpa was whatever yeah. It started because of this desire to know and understand that there was something more than what I was experiencing at that time. And the ministry that God has given me has been birthed inside incarceration. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'm sitting in there with a bunch of like the worst of society. They're all going on long terms. Yeah. But yet I'm speaking truth to them. Having these guys come and ask me to pray for them before they go get sentenced. Like really in the lion's den, right? Yeah. To the point like where some of these guys when I was leaving were like, don't ever come back or we're going to kick your ass. (laughs) (laughs) 
I wanted to be hard so bad I got kicked out of being a gangster. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. I didn't qualify. I didn't qualify. <laughs> man, we saw that. No, but like, but when I look at it, bro, like, man, being spiritual, right? Like, man, being in tune with the spirit of God can penetrate any door mm. that is closed to us. Mm-hmm. Like being three parts, like spirit, soul, and body, man. Like spirit mm. is who you really are. Like who you really are. The person that tells you, Hey man, don't give up right now. Keep fighting. Keep fighting for that right life. Keep doing the right thing. Keep believing the right thing. Mm. The spirit is the one that's saying, man, there is a reason for you to live. Your spirit is the one that's telling you, man, you are here for a purpose. There is a purpose for your life. That's the spiritual part of you. Mm. But also, when we talk about the spirit, it, it's hard because I'm reminded of first Corinthians chapter four. When Paul is ministering to these, to the church of Corinth and he says, we're fools for Christ, but you're wise in Christ. We are frail. You are powerful. You are celebrated. We are humiliated. Mm. If you could see us now, you'd find that we are hungry, thirsty, poorly clothed, brutally treated, with no roof over our heads. Mm. We work hard, toiling with our own hands. When people abuse and insult us, we respond with a blessing. And when severely persecuted, we endure it with patience. When we are slandered incessantly, we always answer greatly, ready to reconcile. Even now, in the world's opinion, we are nothing but filth and the lowest scum. Mm. So basically what this man was saying was like, man, I'm, I'm physically here just like you guys. Mm. But I have to tap into a deeper level of myself mm. because when I'm attacked physically, I got to respond spiritually. If you're going to curse me, man, I'm going to bless you, man. If you're going to hate me, I'm going to love you. Mm. If you're going to take, I'm going to give. I'm going to do the exact opposite of what you're doing because we understand that the battle is not physical, it's spiritual. Mm-hmm. There are greater forces at work here. Oh, yeah. That's what it means to me to be spiritual, mm-hmm. is to be in right standing with my creator. Mm-hmm. And being in right standing doesn't mean that I'm perfect, but it means that I've positioned my heart to make my Savior the king of my life. Mm. Meaning I'm trying to live the way that he has called me to live. I'm not trying to live the way that I want to live and putting him and my own definition of him as my God. Mm -hmm. Because then who's really the master and who's the puppet? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's really like, that's really like what it is is saying, God, I submit myself to you. The Bible also says to work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Mm Mm-hmm. Meaning like none of us will ever have a relationship with God because of our parents, grandparents, Mm. aunties, spouses, nobody else. God has created you to have a relationship with them. Mm -hmm. But I'm also like, how can you ever love something or somebody if you never spend time with them? Mm -hmm. So a lot of times when we're lost in addiction, we're not really looking to be in right standing with God. Mm Mm-hmm. Right? If anything, we're basically running. Mm -hmm. But it's often in that pruning 
when we grow the most. And that's when the most beautiful thing happens. It's like a horse being broken. Dog, we become that horse that's been broke. Our spirit is broken, and that's the most beautiful place anybody can be. Yes, it hurts. Yes, it sucks. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's uncomfortable. But you know what my Bible tells me? My Bible tells me that a broken heart and a contrite spirit is acceptable in the sight of the Lord. Mm. Man, I'm so mad at people that have abused Christianity mm. to abuse people. Mm-hmm. When the truth of the matter is not pointing out people's wrongs, but if you can love somebody enough, their spirit will respond to your spirit mm-hmm. as long as you conduct yourself accordingly. Mm. Because the Bible also says it's the goodness of God that brings men to repentance. Mm-hmm. Meaning God is so good. God will never give you cancer to teach you a lesson. Mm-hmm. God will never give you something hurtful to teach you a lesson that's the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times I always say, why are you trying to go through all that suffering when somebody already suffered for you? Mm. My, my, my. Mm-hmm. That's what he did. That's the beauty of the gospel. Somebody willingly stood in line for you so that you could have direct access to the Father. Mm-hmm. Bro, and it's like, man, we've made Christianity something with rules and regulations. When really, man, it's a relationship and it's a marathon and it's not a this or that or I'm a better prayer than you. But this is the thing. The thing that the reason why Christianity stands apart and sets apart for me Mm -hmm. is because it's the only faith where the deity has died and defeated death. Mm -hmm. Buddha didn't do that. Mm -hmm. Peyote don't do that. Nothing or no other deity does that. Mm -hmm. The Bible is is the one that they always trying to outlaw. It's the most hated upon book. Mm -hmm. And they say that man wrote it, yet what do we do? We trust men today by reading their books. Mm Mm-hmm. And take them as gospel. Mm -hmm. But the Bible has stood the test of time. And I'm not here to bash anybody or anything, but I'm saying that's the difference between Christianity and other religions. Is that Jesus Christ died, but on the third day he rose up. Mm -hmm. And he went down to hell and he he defeated death. Mm -hmm. And then he ascended into heaven and he left us the spirit of God. Mm-hmm. which is like we have to find a way to connect but we can never know our God if we never spend time with him and read his word mm-hmm. man at the end of the day like God has created us because he thought the world needed one of you and I'm preaching to myself in this whole thing mm-hmm. 
because I value relationship over everything else. Mm-hmm. I don't care because it's the goodness of God that brings men to repentance. It's not my job to point out the dirt in people's lives. My job is to build people up. Mm. Mm. That's what I do. And if I can help you in any way, shape, or form, I'll do my best to help you. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm at with spirituality. No, I think that... That was good, both of you guys and definitely brought that and <clears throat> that spiritual peace. I like the way you put that there, like the that's like who we are. That's who we're meant to be. Yeah. Like the conscience. Conscience. Yeah, that that's good 'cause um, you know, I ain't perfect. You know, there's but there's always that part of my brain that's like, Oh, you shouldn't have said that. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And then but like that's definitely like who I want to be, who I thrive to be, you know, not perfect, but you know, just to be better. Yeah. Better than I was yesterday. Um, no, that's good, man. I like that. You got anything there? Favorite Indian? <laughs> I knew you could play that. <laughs> no, that's see the and that's exactly what I was thinking, like, but you know, I can't articulate it as you as well as you. But yeah, that's exactly what it is, and and to have that that relationship, mm-hmm. that relationship first and foremost, and then also like I, I like what you said too is like it's not my job to be pointing out other people's faults because I got my own too. Yeah, I got my own bag of shit that I got to carry around. Mm-hmm. So who am I to go around and say, I oh, you're this, you're that. And and it is like one of those things that I, I picked up is to try to help others and then try to say, okay, you know what, man, I'll, I'll, I'll walk with you. Yeah. I'll walk with you. I'll be with you and, and, and we'll do this because I can't do it alone. Yeah. And I, I didn't get yep. this far by myself, you know, and, and, Right now, circumstances being the way they are, like, I always say this, like, I'm alone by my, you know, I'm by, okay, I'm by myself a lot, like, most of the time. Mm-hmm. But just because I'm by myself does not mean I'm alone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, and even, like, you guys, like, you guys are a text away. And and just like uh, other people in my life, they're just a text away. And it's crazy, like, <coughs> how... God sends people into your life right when you need them. Oh yeah, for sure. Like, like, what, what is that? Like, okay, so this is what we're doing now. All right, then let's go with it. Let's just do this. And the, the, like, I, I, for you know, man, the way my brain works, you know, I just want to figure it out. Mm-hmm. I want to freaking know. But if God was so small. Was too sm- uh, was small enough to understand he would be he wouldn't be big enough to worship. Mm. I hope I said that right. It sounded legit. It sounded <laughs> yeah. it says uh, his mysteries uh, are unsearchable. Yeah, no. if God was small enough to understand, he wouldn't be big enough to worship. Yeah, and so there, and you know, and it it says, you know, my ways are above your ways. Yeah, mm-hmm. my thoughts are above your thoughts. Mm. Mm. 
Mm. And so then that that kind of lets me off the hook. Like, man, I do not have to figure this out. I have to walk in faith. And sometimes that's hard, dude. It's hard because I look around and I see things around me and I see my current situation or I see the way things might go. Yeah. Mm. Another thing I heard the other day that just blew me away when I was kind of in that little whirlwind of negativity was faith and fear have something in common and they both require you to believe in something that hasn't happened yet. Mm. So which one are you going to choose? And I, you know what, man, I'm, I'm going to choose faith. It's going to be scary and that's okay. And it's going to be tough and that's okay. Mm-hmm. But I know at the end of the day, it's going to be worth it because I've seen miracles. Mm. Like not only for myself, for other people, but I've seen them. And, and, and I said this before too, like I probably haven't even seen a fraction of them. There's probably miracles that happen for me that I'll never know about. Yeah. You know, walking around in that misery in the middle of the night, drunk, and having angels carry me home mm. and never even knowing it. Yeah. yeah. Or being in that darkness yeah. in that pit of despair and ugliness and hopelessness and just hate mm. and you know self-loathing just being in that pit and having God surround me and keeping the demons at bay and say no this one's mine mm. that's the way I see it there can't be any other way mm. and I have to and I, I'm sorry but I have to you know I have to look back on that and I have to reflect on that because when I start trying to doubt and I try to, you know, you know, why me and get all self-pity. And I hate, man, I hate being in self-pity. I don't like that. Man, I don't like that either. I hate yeah. putting myself. That's one thing I don't like for myself. I don't like being in self-pity. So I, you know, but I, I still I mean, I, like I said, I'm not perfect. So I fall into it every once in a while. But when I do, I have to remember like, man, I'm still here. I woke up this morning mm-hmm. and I got to... <laughs> Take that first breath of the day, yep. and I got to go to work. I just talked to my daughter. She was here a few minutes ago. She, I got to help her go to L.A. You know, L.A. trips don't happen for people like us very often. Mm. She was telling us a little bit about it, and she had fun. That was freaking, I got to do that. Yeah. I was able to do it. Mm-hmm. And how did I do that? And it was by getting up every day, praying, having that communication with my with my creator and saying okay whatever i need to do today let me do it and then you save those things you save those things and eventually there comes a point where all right man now i can give it away mm-hmm. yep. now i get and it's not and it and i know it's kind of a monetary thing like what i'm talking about but that's not it that's not that's not it's a it's the idea of it yeah because there's more than money that we can give away. We can give away our experience, our strength, our hope, our kindness. Our time. Our time, mm-hmm. our encouragement. Our effort. Our effort. And and that's a beautiful thing. Because, like, you, you already said it. Like, a lot of times when I'm talking, man, I'm talking to myself. Because there's fully, my, some of my thoughts aren't even fully formed by the time they hit my mouth. <laughs> yeah. So, and like, okay, so I'm still kind of... <laughs> figuring it out on my feet right but at the same time it's like man like i get to to reach people and tell because 
you know, people reach out to me and say, oh, yeah, you're in recovery. And you know, and then I start talking about it. And then I just, I don't know where that stuff comes from. Yeah. I know it probably, well, a lot of it comes from listening to you guys. I know because I'm not saying anything new. Yeah. But talking to other people and giving them that, that, mm-hmm. it's like, man, I get to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have to do anything but stand in and die, but I get to do that. Yep. Mm-hmm. No, I think you brought up a good point there as far as, like, <clears throat> thinking about where we are thinking about myself and all those sketchy situations I put myself in. Yeah. And, man, it was the prayers of my loved ones, you know, prayers of my, my Kala, even though she passed away when I was 13. And I was, you know, drinking and running amok, late teens, early 20s, and late 20s, early 30s. <clears throat> um, but those prayers, you know, those answered prayers that I'm sitting here today, you know, because of that, I know there's a God somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> that was the second time that came up today. <laughs> Oh, there's a God somewhere. Somewhere. And I'm going to pray for you. <laughs> and I want you to hold on to God's unchanging hand. Because <laughs> he helped Joshua. <laughs> Fight the battle of Jericho. <clears throat> oh, no. No. <laughs> what did he say? Let <laughs> me help Gilligan. Oh, Gilligan. Get off the island. Lord. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, no, that's. To me, like those answered prayers, this is like further confirmation. Like today, you know, as I'm approaching like Saturday, it's going to be eight years. I want to get out of this winter season. I'm looking like I'm just, I'm tired of this. You know, it's been heavy. It's been because like the winter season, spiritual season, like it's, it's really affected me this year. Um, and then if you even break it down even more. The year you break that into three months, like spring, summer, fall, winter. So like this summertime, since June to September, that's like winter, winter, according to like the Wellbriety. So knowing that, I took the proper steps, you know, my accountability people, talking more to them during that time, and even uh, fled, fed my clan uncle. Um, JC's dad gave him some money for dinner. To give this to your dad and have him pray for me for these next three months. And he did. I'm very appreciative of that. You know, because we got some things in place to help protect us, to help us move along the way. Um, and I believe that God gave us these things. Mm. You know, that God gave us these clan systems. Because if you look at it, it's to keep us respectful, keep us humble, and help and people to help us move forward in a good way. Um, so I utilize those things and, um, yeah, it's been, there's a good talking. Like if it wasn't for my relationship with my higher power, my, that spirituality, being mindful of who I really want to be. You know, I heard that this thought that has been in my mind this week was that like, don't try to be somebody else don't try to be this don't try to be that just be the person that you needed when you were young huh come on no it's just like i've been thinking about that 
And that just falls right in line with what we're talking about tonight. Yeah. Be who your kids think you are. Mm. <laughs> How about no? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was funny when you brought up the coming to America thing. Yeah. Because my daughter was just asking me the other night. She's like, Daddy, when I was a baby, what did I like? And she was naming these movies. And yeah. I'm like, man, you know the only DVD that you would you would sit and chill to and laugh? And she was like, what? I said, it was Coming to America. <laughs> she busted out laughing, bro. That was in steady rotation in my... <laughs> in the early days, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. I just It just stayed in there. I just turned it on, pressed play. And she'd be laughing and giggling at like one, <laughs> two years old. <laughs> <laughs> she probably can do that line then huh? I'm gonna pray for you <laughs> Yeah mm-hmm. I mean not now But oh, like yeah, yeah. you know Like <laughs> I don't think she really Remembers those times But Oh yeah Yeah, yeah but man I don't know man Thank you guys for this Because it, it's like It is needed mm. You know To define our spirituality To make sure we know What we believe To seek out You know The Bible's This is what the Bible says Is to God is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Mm. And the way that I always like to describe God is like, man, he's bad at playing hide and seek. Mm. You know? Yeah. Have you ever played hide and seek with your kids? You know, I I never hide so good that my daughter can't find me. True. Yep. The fun part of the game as a dad is being able to hide somewhere. And keep something subtle sticking out or something, you know, like yeah. my feet. Your nose. My nose. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like something where, you know, where if she looks a little bit, then she sees me. But that's the joy. Yeah. I want her to find me. Mm. I want her to find me because what I want to do is I want to hug my daughter. Mm. I want to love on my daughter. And I would never break my daughter's arm to teach her a lesson. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. I would never be like, man, I know I can bless you today, but man, you're going to have to to teach her a lesson. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. And sometimes that's what we had done to us. Mm-hmm. But really, at the end of the day, man, like when we're in tune with our creator, man, life gets more beautiful. It doesn't mean that we don't struggle. Mm-hmm. What it means is that when we encounter something that's too tough for us to handle, we have somebody to ask for help. Yes. And that's why I believe. And because we're in relationship, because we're communing every day with our creator, when those tough times come, like, man, we already know what to do. Absolutely. Brings me to a story about two women in the Bible, sisters. They had a brother who died. One of them, she was taking care of the house. And she was basically what you would call ministry, right? Service Mm -hmm. work. She -hmm. was making sure that all the visitors were taken care of. She was making sure that, you know, Jesus, the son of God, was being taken care of. But basically what she was doing was making Jesus a sandwich that he never ordered. Mm. Because this woman had a sister. And what she did, because her eyes were open and she was a person that loved God, not saying the one that was in service didn't love God, but sometimes we can become so consumed by our work mm-hmm. of service that we fail to serve the one who created us. 
Mm. And that relationship has to be first. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Which is what this woman's sister did. She sat at the feet of her Savior. And she didn't worry about her visitors. She didn't worry about the distractions of the world. But what she said was, I'm going to sit right here with you. I'm going to sit at your feet. I'm going to sit here. But check this out. It came to the point before he even got to their house that some people had told these ladies that he was coming. And they both ran out. The sister that was making all the sandwiches, making sure that all the visitors were taken care of, who was doing a good thing. Mm -hmm. But she was distracted by her good service work. She said, Jesus, where were you? Had you have been here, my brother wouldn't have died. Mm. And he responded and he said, where, where's your sister at? Go tell her that the physician is here. Mm. So she went back into the house and she told her sister and the girl came running out. And when she ran up, she said the exact same thing that her sister did. Mm. Jesus, where were you? Had you have been here, my brother wouldn't have died. Their brother was Lazarus. Mm. But this time when this woman spoke, it provoked Jesus to tears. Why? Because he loved and care for those that spend time with them. Mm. Yes, he's there for everybody, but sometimes it's those ones that take advantage and choose to sit at his feet and not busy themselves with things of the world, mm. but they choose to busy themselves with the things of Christ, developing that relationship, developing your prayer life, developing your, your love language with God. Like developing that. Mm. But God, you have a, you have a, a, a person, a, a God, a deity that loves you so much that when you spend time with him, what you go through concerns him to the point that he would cry with you. Mm. And that's the story of Mary, Martha, and Lazarus. Mm -hmm. And the difference, you know? Mm-hmm. When we choose to hang out with our Savior, mm -hmm. it doesn't mean that we're perfect. But it means that we acknowledge him in everything that we do. Thank you for the opportunity to see these people's world. Mm -hmm. What did it take for them to get there? How do I do that? How do I get recovery? How do I do this? It all goes back to our Creator. Spending time with them because he does love you. Mm hmm. Hallelujah. <laughs> hey! Hey! <laughs> that's that's great because I mean, then there's there, there, therein lies that beauty and the pain and that joy and the hurt mm. yep. because when you're hurting and you're in pain and you're anxious and you unsure what do you, what what do we know how to do we know how to go to our creator we know how to pray and that strengthens your relationship mm -hmm. right so maybe that and that's part of it mm -hmm. that's a huge part of it 
And every time that happens, you know, like that, that just gets strengthened. Like, okay, I know, I know what you're going through. I, I've known before when you were in your mother's womb, I knew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now all I want you is to come and spend time with me. And then I got this. Yep. Mm. And man, that's just so relieving. It's just like this world, this weight just comes off your shoulders. Yes. And I got to be honest, you know, just because I'm so, my, the way my mind works, I, you know, I slip back into that and that's okay though. Like I think I, you know, we have to go through that because at the very least it will strengthen my relationship with my higher power. Yep. Mm. Because then I know, okay, I have to spend time, I have to, you know, hey, I, and I don't mm. think there's any right or wrong way to pray. Yeah. But I just say what I, what I'm feeling today. And he already knows. And then listen and say, I got this. Mm-hmm. And then to have that faith, even if it's just a little bit sometimes, but then turn around and walk and talk mm-hmm. and act like it is so. And that just, it just flips the script. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like MC Hammer said, you got the pre just to make it today. You got the pre. You got the pre. <laughs> I know that was what came to mind. I know. No, that was right on. Um, and that just being in relationship with God, and that it really helps my relationships with like my fellow man. Yeah. You know, especially those that are, that don't believe like me. Yeah. Um. It's kind of hard sometimes where I'm just like, I want to tell them you should do it like this, you know. But then I try to be the example. And by being an example, you know, trying to walk it out, not just talking the talk, but walking the walk. Come and on. those doors open where they're like, what did you do in this situation or this circumstance? And as that door, man, it's open. Then you can talk, speak into their lives and be like, well, this is what I did. And it worked out. And then at that point, then I'm like, I got to be like, all right, I did my part. Whether they take it or not, I've done my part. I planted that seed. I spoke into their lives. I, you know, spreading that gospel. Yeah. Because then I think that's why I can't be a counselor, too, because then I, I can't get too invested. <laughs> they don't take that advice, man. I'm like, mother sucker. You know? It, it is kind of, that, that is tough, too. Oh, well, and I wouldn't go so far as to say mad, but it like it hurts sometimes. Like, oh yeah, like you know, I'm I give you everything that I got, and you just like never throw your pearls before swine. Yeah, like man, why giving you everything I got, you don't value it, and you don't, you know, it seems you like you're not be, listening. Be better at identifying the swine. Yeah, and, so, yeah, and you know, for, and real. for real, because That's you know, discernment though. But but being like an empathetic person always gets me in trouble that way. True, because you know, I, I'm like, man, I just want you to be okay. You know, I want you to see change, and I want you to mm. take that next step. But I can't make anybody do anything. True, I can't. You know, you know, I've said it before. Nobody can make you happy. Nobody can make you sad. Nobody can make you embarrassed. Nobody can make you change your thoughts and your, your, your feelings. You choose those things for yourself. Yeah. But mm-hmm. somewhere along the line, I've had people come up to me and tell me these things. And then when I chose to utilize that, then I, then that's when it 
I, I started, you know, that's when I started uh, yeah, changing. No, that's kind of where my thought process was going to. It's like, how many times did people speak into my life and I just kind of oh, yeah. shit on them? Yeah, exactly. I did the same thing <laughs> easily. Hey. I mean, that, cause that, maybe that might be part of it, like on some level too. Like, man, I used to do that shit too. And <laughs> that's me right there, you know, like talking to my loved ones saying, you know, stop. Why do you, why do you got to do this? Stop. And I can only, like, one example I can only think of is, like, my mom. Mm. And she was telling me, she would tell me these things. I love you. Stop. You're hurting yourself. You're hurting your kid. You know, she, and eventually she got tired of it, so tired of it, like, she couldn't be around it. Mm. Like, I, would, I had to have been affecting her in a negative way. And so she said, you got to go. Yep. And that was, I had to have been one, she she gave me to God is how she put it. Yeah. And so, like, okay, and it, and it brings me to, like, a, another thing. I was talking with my niece one time, and and uh, I remember when, when I was out there drinking and using and doing all that bullshit, uh, I must have been drunk talking to her because I don't really remember the conversation, but she said, do you remember that time when you said, you know, you were talking about God and you were saying that, it was dumb how, why would you wor- or why would you want to follow somebody who just wants you to worship them? I, I guess I said something like that to her. Yeah. And I was like, you know, because she, she's, she's a real good Christian. She's a really good young lady. And, she, and I hurt her with my words. Yeah. Because not only did she love me, but she loved her. She, she loved her God. Yeah. And so she started praying. She, you know, she, she said she prayed about it. She prayed about it. She was asking God, you know, how can I, how can I explain it to him, mm. the way God works? How can I do this? How can I do that? She prayed about it. She prayed about me for a long time. And then one time she, when she told me this just recently, not too long ago, when we had this conversation, and I said, you know what? I said, There's, your, your prayers work. They just didn't work the way you thought they would. Mm. Because God didn't tell you how to explain it to me. God explained it to me himself. Mm. And I said, that's where you, that's, that's how that worked out. Because I, you know, eventually I did, you know, like, and I still can't believe I would say something like that to her, to anybody. Like, what yeah. the fuck? Yeah. WTF. So, and so that little example right there is like, he didn't want you to do it. You prayed about it. And he said, okay, I got this. And then explained it to me started explaining it to me and then I grew and I learned and then that way I got it from the source like she prayed about it and the source came to me yep. and so I can have that real understanding like now I'm not saying that she probably couldn't have explained it she's a really intelligent kid but you know um I mean I I know you guys are getting the point because and I'm still trying to over explain it, but you know that <laughs> she interceded for you. She interceded, and yeah, but and but her prayers weren't answered the way that she thought they would be. When I told her, or when she told me what she had done, and then I told her how I about my journey of self discovery within these last ten years, it's like yeah, I think that's probably what happened. Mm-hmm. So it's just, I mean, prayers are. Yeah, there, there's some next level stuff, dude. Yeah. I mean, that's the only way I know how to put it. I'm not as good at it as uh, Mr. Randy B, but and that—that's the thing, though. Like, 
None of us are better than anybody else. It's like creating your own history with God. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was just talking about how, like, how you explain it. Oh, yeah. No, no, but like, that's what I'm saying is like, because I, people always say that, like, I don't know. But it's like, I guess what I say is like, I encourage everybody to strengthen their own relationship, right? Mm-hmm. Because your relationship is beautiful. Right, the relationship that you have with your God is beautiful. It's been through ups, it's been through downs, but also I would also challenge you and all the listeners, right? Like prayer can be magnificent. Maybe next time if we don't know what to pray for, tell God how beautiful he is and what he mm-hmm. means to you. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times we magnify our problems and we don't magnify our God. Mm. We run to our God with a magnified problem and say, God, help me with this. Yeah. And we basically make him small and the problem big. Mm-hmm. Well, we got to learn to flip that around and be like, God, man, you're big, man. You're the creator of heaven and earth, man. You created everything through your word. Mm. You spoke everything into existence. Mm-hmm. You thought that the earth needed light and you told it to speak. You spoke light to it. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Like, God is so beautiful and intricate, bro. Like, there are some seas in the world that meet and don't mix. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, like everything is so intricate in this world mm-hmm. that if anything was any other way, it would be completely opposite. True that. Yep. <laughs> so let me tell you a little bit about physics. I mean, <laughs> wait, hold on. So yeah, God created the firmaments right there in Genesis. Yep. Genesis 6. God. Lord help these gentlemen today. Right. Right there in Genesis. <laughs> and he separated the waters from the waters, and he created the firmament. <laughs> okay. The firmament is like a actual... Uh, it is defined by snow yourself. Yep. A snorkel? <laughs> snow globe. Oh. <laughs> and that... Where did snorkel come from? I don't know. Is... The rest of the story? Yes. Just kidding. Physics. Go. Physics. Oh, yeah. Did you guys ever, like, really ever dive into that stuff? Not yet. Mm. Bro, that, like, if if, if you can kind of... Because that's just man. <laughs> <laughs> How can it be just man? If you, if you read that stuff and realized, like, the next level things that are going on right now in this room around you, mm-hmm. like, man can't do that. That's... that's <laughs> that what you guys talk about this flat room? No, yeah, this flat table. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> now I'm trying to blaspheme. <laughs> no, like the things that physics explains, like man can't do that. And like he was just saying, how everything was so intricate, seas meet but they don't mix. Mm-hmm. And these are like next level things, like things that we are not even aware of, but they're they're, they're happening. Mm-hmm. And it's like, like how can that be? It's like such a perfect creation. Mm-hmm. So you can think of it from a man-made idea or like this scientific kind of analytical kind of thing. But when you really think about it, that's a spiritual thing. Yeah. Because the the perfection of it. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah, so I'm telling you it's connected. Like I, I could sit here and get into it, but. Oh yeah, everything's connected. Definitely. For sure. I believe that. Interconnectedness. I have a presentation on it, so 
You should listen to it sometime. I'll, I'll send you the link. I'll do that. Yeah. I'll send you the YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was good, man. That was a good, <clears throat> good topic, and that you guys definitely brought it as always. Um, <clears throat> yeah, a lot of lot a lot of stuff to chew on as we're moving forward here. And um, any closing thoughts from you guys on this or anything we talked about tonight? Well, it's a it's a beautiful thing, I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. And I life is not easy, never was, never will be. But that's okay. Yeah, that's all right. There's mm-hmm. there's a lot of there's a lot shit ton of good things in life. Yep. Oh yeah. So we just gotta, you know, we got today. Yep. Definitely we have today. Yes. That's a, yeah, definitely. That's one of those things that I gotta do. Like keep it simple. Like I said, if I get too too into whatever whatever topic, I'm gonna be trying to cram it down in guys' throats. That's what I do. That's my job. <laughs> so. I, I get the same way. So I mean, that's probably why we all work together. <laughs> I know, man. Work well together because we're all crammers. We're all we like to cram. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't talk like that. It was a family show. <clears throat> Right. That is a completely innocent word, by the way. Yeah, definitely. All over the cram. So, back to NFL. <laughs> um, wait, wait, wait. How about this? Good morning, my neighbors! Right. Hey, fuck you! Yes! Yes! Fuck you, too! <laughs> football. Right. It's a good segue into football. Uh, what are you guys predicting for your team's record this year? See, I'm gonna say they they'll be above 500. Okay, okay. I mean, optimistic me is like 12 and four. Okay, yeah, yeah. But realistic me is like eight and eight. Okay, right up 500. Because yeah. that's, that's what I was thinking too. Is like 500, but I think they'll because I've been I've been kind of studying up on them too. So yeah, but they they're in a tough division because they got you know chiefs and chargers are pretty good mm-hmm. and you know i don't, I don't know what you gotta play it. us we're always tough those kind of games of the same conference or whatever the afc west yeah the, those are those are always tough like yep. i feel like that's one of the harder conferences in the nfl mm-hmm. is the afc say, west yep because you got uh la you have denver you have is it KC and AFC KC, West? Yeah. Mm-hmm. KC's in AFC West, and then who's that fourth Las one? Vegas. The Raiders. Oh, we already said that one. No, Raiders, either. Broncos, Chiefs. Chargers. And Chargers. Yeah. Well, you said LA, but. Oh, yeah. I was thinking now uh, Vegas. Vegas, baby. But really, man, to be honest, I'm not as excited for football mm. because tomorrow is 2K Day. Two uh, K day, <laughs> yeah. So we get twenty four. Oh, tomorrow tonight, comes out probably tonight at ten. Oh, okay. So in about an hour or two, I'm probably gonna be up. I will probably be uh, <laughs> tired at work. I'm gonna be yeah. We're taking a nap. <laughs> so that means I'm gonna be buying two K twenty four Bradley this weekend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So comes like, out. I never play the games. I just play. I like to play blacktop because there, like, you get to pick your players, and I feel like it's more even. Cause yeah. Like, Billy's way better than me. Like, if we pick teams and play, uh, he blows me out of the water. Yeah. But with Blacktop, I at least got a chance. Yeah. 
When I beat him, he always says, oh, I wasn't trying as hard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I say, liar, man. This guy's a liar. You guys got a PS? Uh, Xbox. Xbox. Yeah, Xbox. I think I'm not sure, man, but I think I read something where they were trying to make it. The same? Yeah. Oh, inter- compatible? Yeah, like to be able to play each other. You can on Fortnite now. Yeah, I know Fortnite was like that, but they were saying that 2K and all, the all other that games? were going to. Like hopefully follow hopefully might as well. I know. I don't see why not. Yeah, it's just crazy though. I, I might affect thinking. sales. No, it wouldn't affect sales. Might make sales go up. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. So yeah, my team. I'm probably at least ten wins because once they get to that ten, they if they clinch the division, then they usually take those last two games off. They usually drop those. So they might be going into like week. 15, like 10 and 2 or 10 and 3 or something. And then the rest are starters and lose those last two. But <clears throat> I know we're going to make the playoffs. That's not, I'm not too worried about that. The games I'm looking at is that when they play the Cowboys, we, we got to win those games. Yep. Have to win those games. That's like one of your guys' uh, division rivals, too, right? Oh, the-, yeah, the biggest one, yeah. NFC East? NFC East is the Cowboys, Giants, uh, Washington football team, and the Eagles. I almost said the Redskins. <laughs> oh. But, um, yeah, those four. But that division, man, it's like any given night, somebody could win. Yep. All the time, every year. So, like, the Cowboys could suck. The Eagles could be tearing it up, and they play each other, and the Cowboys will win. I'm like, damn it. Yeah. And it could be the other way around. Like, the Cowboys are, like, you know, they're awesome that year. Eagles suck, and they play each other in Eagles. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, so it's always like that every year. It's just Broncos and Raiders are shows different. Up. Well, we your... both suck, but we always have a good game. <laughs> <laughs> your, your first official update of the year, it is tied up 7-7. It's almost halftime. Who's playing right now? Uh, the Detroit Lions and the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, let's go Lions. Does uh, Prime still have the Thursdays? I think so. And then Sundays will be YouTube TV? I don't even know. So I, think, you, I, I think YouTube TV is the NFL ticket. Okay. Oh, is it? Yeah, it used to be direct TV, but now it's YouTube TV. So are you still going to be able to watch, like, regular TV on, like, CBS and stuff? Oh, yeah, you will. But, like, the the YouTube one is you can watch all of them. doesn't matter. Like, here we're just, like, if we watch it on uh, CBS or whatever, we're kind of, we have to watch whatever they play. Yeah. yeah. But if you get the the Sunday ticket, then you can pick any game. Yeah. Like, you can watch them all. I kind of don't like that because I had YouTube TV, and when we went to Texas this summer, yeah, it wouldn't play in Texas, my uh, YouTube. Because you're somewhere else? No, not because it was someone else, but because of, like, the packages. They were showing games out there, so they couldn't show. Like, I, I had a hard time watching the finals. Ah. Well, at, well the thing with that direct, uh, direct TV, the uh, Sunday ticket is that, you're supposed to have in-market games. The reason why they black them out, like say if you lived in Kansas City, you can't watch Kansas City games on TV is because they want you to go over there and pay a ticket yeah. and go, go there and, okay. if you're in that area. But if you buy that that subscription, then mm. you're supposed to be able to. Yeah. Huh. But, I mean, either way, they're going to get your money if you want to watch those games. Yeah. Yeah. 
I know I'm still on the fence about buying the NFL ticket. And I haven't. I did one year, and I watched all the Eagles games, but I just don't know. Like my schedule, I got practice and open gym on Sundays. So if you have, yeah, Sundays. If I even be able to watch, I, I will say that last year the Prime one on Amazon Prime that Thursday night it was kind of dumpy. Oh, was it? Yeah, so I quit watching it. Like it, it was hard. Like the the streaming service wasn't very good. I didn't think. Hmm. That's what I was gonna say. Was like these league packages are kind of they're kind of whack. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Like to be honest, like it's cool. But I don't. I think like they're the commentating's yeah. whack. The videos whack. Some yeah, like everything's the whack. Angles like, mm. and it's like, dude, like we paid this much for this to watch a game silent. Yeah, you know that's not cool. Yeah. All right then. Well, you guys, good. Yes, sir. I feel right. good. We it's got time. today. It's time to go home. You look like you're about to crash, JC. Hell no. I shouldn't be staying up late on Wednesday nights. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. It's time to go home and kiss the dog and kick the old lady. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Cool, man. Thank you. We appreciate you. All our listeners all over flat earth within the firmament. And to our unspoken words disciples, keep spreading unspoken words, gospel, Billy Graham style. Ha hey, Be kind to yourselves. Yeah, thanks for listening to episode 150. Shinnick.